No, you're right. How your dick hanging? Woo! Oh, let's, go, let's, talk, let's talk about your birthday real quick. <laughs> what you doing to celebrate your birthday? Oh, get that piece of dick. I know. <laughs> So what? So what does it mean to you to make it to one hundred? One dick. Come on, come on, you can't. Come on, but tell him what it means to you to be one hundred years old. What it means to me to be hundred years old? I can get a hundred dick. Oh, come on, come on, put that on camera. You can't put that on the news. You have to talk about something besides that. You sure you don't want to give up a little more, Mom? How you feel about us? She's on a mission. She's, she's on. Yeah, and I ain't telling her nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell her nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you're bigger than yours. Grandma. Welcome to Under the Bridge. What's up, uh, Gabor and Tim McConnell? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Craig Godwin? How are you? And Daniel Connolly and John Jobin. Well, we did that right. Uh, cold there today? Yeah, it's fucking cold. Living under the bridge now? Hey, Oaks living under the bridge now. Boy, have the mighty fallen. He's now living under a bridge. What's up, uh, Brennan Moore? How are you, man? Uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work. Any more monster footprints? The monster footprints are over there. And then my, uh, my guy's still trying to, uh, well, he's not trying to figure it out. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. Chris, fish guy photos. What's up, James? And Rachel, uh, just jumping on to say hi. You're still working? All right, Rachel, we'll get you next time. Oops, homeless now. He's living under a bridge. Uh, it's warm in Florida, Steve McCann. Well, good for you, bitch. Oh, look at that. Look at the little, little, the fail. There's a fail that's joined uh, me today. Just ducked under. I wonder if he's going to pop up with a fish or not. Oh, are you and Bubba the Love Sponge uh, finger popping each other yet? That's a good one. I haven't heard from uh, Bubba since he said he was going to Howard Stern. <laughs> To, to get his permission, I'm not asking for permission, but Bubba's wanted to ask Howard for permission uh, to pursue the uh, opiate Bubba the Love Sponge show. And I told him it was a bad idea. I basically said, Bubba, save yourself. There's the bird. He popped back up. Hi, birdie, bird. What up, bird? He's wandering around for a little, uh, for a little din-din. And I told uh, Bubba, I go, Bubba, save yourself. Don't do that. Don't do it. And uh, honestly, I haven't heard from Bubba the Love Sponge since. I, I should uh, I should text him and see. But last I checked in, he said he was too scared to uh, to email Howard. So 
Uh, what's up, Wayne Buakins? How are you, buddy? Welcome. Uh, fuck Stern. Man, I got to tell you something. So last I left you guys, I uh, I said I, I, I had to head to the city, and I did that. Um, I, uh, I went in yesterday. That's why I know live stream this morning. The kid was a bit tired. Bird's not taking a dip, man. That bird doesn't have the... Oh, he popped up over here. That bird doesn't have the luxury of taking a dip. He's looking for din-din. Um, anyway, I went into the city. And thank God I did a couple things, first of all. Um, well, I'll tease this. I actually listened to Howard Stern for the first time in... Wow, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how long it's been. I mean, safe to say, I listened to his show for almost two hours. And I haven't done that, God's honest truth, in well over 10 years. I'll have... I'll have my thoughts on that in a second. But so I, I drove into the city yesterday after uh, I did a live stream under the bridge. And thank God I did. I go to New York City. I, for the people that don't know, we pretty much fled our apartment in New York City. It's a nice it's a nice apartment, too. But we don't trust the, the COVID in New York City. So we got the hell out of there March 13th. And we've uh, we've only gone back to get bills. So like pretty much once a month since March, I go in for a very, very uh, quick trip. Sometimes it's a turnaround. I don't even sleep there. Anyway, so I go to the city yesterday to check on things. What's up, Ben Purry? Cheers, brother. Oh, look at this, by the way. This is what I got today. Abu. I don't even know if you can see it. Because it's really dark. Uh, I'm tucked away in the corner here with the squatters. Uh, uh, yeah, there's no squatters in my apartment. But it basically, I told you, I'm at the bottom of my, my beer fridge. Uh, these are all leftover beers from people that have come my way. And this one is a Blue Moon Iced Coffee Blonde. Yuck. But that's all I had. And I actually wanted to um, maybe try it uh, on the live stream. Anyway, so I go into the city to check on things and get my bills and stuff. I, I turn the key into my apartment. And all of a sudden, I hear a noise that pretty much was like this. By the way, constant, um, constant. Uh, if anybody wants to guess what that uh, what that noise was, I, I'm open for for guesses. On your home of rock and roll, if you get the answer right, you can pick something out of the prize closet. But I open up the door of my apartment and I hear constantly, and it's no bueno. It's a big fucking problem. Okay, hold on. Let me open this goddamn beer. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, water leak at uh, close. Uh, cockroaches hissing. There's so Jennifer Ferris knows. Uh, linger longer. All right. I just tasted the Blue Moon Iced Coffee Blonde. It is pure dog shit. Uh, snake or a gas leak. Okay. Not a snake and not a gas leak. Uh, it was. Uh, let's see. Uh, yep. Will, uh, I don't know how to say your last name. Iomi, I guess. I-O-M-M-I. It was a steam leak. A steam leak. Oh, by the way, if you want to check someone's uh, sexuality, make, make them say the word steam. <laughs> I had a steam leak. Anyway, all right. So uh, it was a steam a steam leak, yes. So I walk into my apartment. I hear tss, 
and I, I got a I got a wide open floor plan if you really need to know. So my kitchen is my my living room, which is my dining room, which is the playroom for the kids. It's one giant space, and then I got bedrooms and hallways for days. Anyway, it's a steam leak, and uh, in the kitchen area. So it's one of the heating and um, AC units in my apartment, and I see steam just flying out of this fucking thing. Like it's the Super Bowl and uh, the goddamn Patriots led by Tom Brady is going to burst through the stupid steam. And then I look on the floor and, oh, yeah, I got water damage and my wood floor is damaged and my my uh, windowsill is warped. Lots of fucking steam. So I'm very, very lucky that I actually uh, went to the city yesterday because this thing would have just kept going until the next time we decided to go to the city. Who knows how long the steam was escaping? Um, so here's the rub. I uh, I called the... Oh, no. So I, I go up to the unit. And I'm like, God damn it. Did we leave the fucking heat on? And now there's a leak and the steam is, uh, you know, coming out, leaking. So I go to the unit and sure enough, the thing was turned off. So I got steam... Uh, wrecked wooden floors, a warped, uh, uh, windowsill, water everywhere where one of the maintenance guys came up and he filled up a giant, um, uh, bucket of water, at least, I would say at least 10 gallons of water. And he goes, I gotta, I gotta let this thing run overnight, man. There's plenty of more water to, you know, soak up with this, uh, humidifier or dehumidifier. I don't know which one it is. I don't know. Um, anyway, so, um, so the unit wasn't on and it's still leaking steam. Okay. So I called the, the building today and I, uh, I flipped some shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I flipped some shit. I go, who's going to pay for, uh, for all the water damage in my apartment and who's going to pay to fix this unit? Guess what they said? I need somebody from, uh, who lives in New York city. To answer this one, guess what the building said? It is a dehumidifier. You had to show me up there, Steven, you son of a bitch. Throw me 50 stars for making me look like an asshole. That's what you do now. Uh, Paul Yates, in your unit, your problem. Paul Yates, give yourself a goddamn gold star. So, yeah, because it happened in my uh, my unit, it's my problem. So all the water damage, which I quickly estimate to be a few thousand dollars, and then I got to fix the unit. Uh, thank you, Wayne Buak. It's for the 100 stars. Uh, it's my problem, the building says. I go, how is it my problem if I left in March, haven't been back in, uh, you know, in seven, eight months except for getting my goddamn bills, and I was responsible, and I turned off all my goddamn units before I left. You explain to me why it's my fucking problem. Well, you know, it's the building bylaws and the board of directors and it's this and that and blah, 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 blah. And we go around in circles for an hour as I'm trying to, like, get something out of this. And I go, you know what? This whole conversation is a waste of time. I'd rather play with my kids. And I can't thank you for this phone call because, you know, when you end a phone call, you usually go, oh, OK, well, thanks. I go, I can't even say thank you. This is uh, this is so disappointing that I did the right thing, turned off all my units before I fled New York City. Now I got a major steam leak in my apartment that has ruined all sorts of shit, and I got to pay for the whole thing. And then I said, what do my maintenance charges uh, pay for? Who wants to guess how much the kid pays in maintenance charges? 
By the way, if someone is walking above me on this bridge, all they're going to hear is yelling <laughs> coming from under the bridge. They are not going to come uh, exploring, that's for sure. I already got heartburn from this blue moon iced coffee blonde, by the way. Oh, my God. It's making me burp. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Jennifer Furr said a thousand. You think I pay a thousand dollars a month maintenance charges? Will, who came up with the steam answer, says three thousand dollars. Well, how about we give? Hold on. Jesus, Jesus is just all right by me. Oh, brother. Well, I, I turned off the Facebook Live again. I don't even know because I was just trying to go back in the goddamn comments and it turned off the goddamn Facebook Live and we were doing uh, sick fucking numbers. And now uh, and now I had to turn the whole thing back on. Uh, uh, great Wi-Fi under the bridge. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I was trying to scroll back in the comments and it turned off my, my live stream. And we had a good rant going on. What's up, Jesse Hill? How are you? Good afternoon to you. Sick fucking numbers is right, bitch. Not now, though, because I just lost a lot of my audience because the damn uh, live stream went off. Sup. Every time I see Sup, I laugh because uh, Sup is probably the highlight of the Borat movie. Why do you want to fax him? Sup. I, Paul Yates <laughs> tried it. Tried a new button? No, I was trying to scroll back because someone had the answer to the uh, the question when I uh, when I left you there. You know, a uh, major problem in my apartment: uh, a steam leak, uh, lo- thousands of dollars worth of damage. Plus, I got to fix the goddamn unit. The unit was off before I fled New York City. I'm just uh, getting everyone up to speed. Uh, talked to the building manager. Said, "Who the fuck's going to pay for all this?" And he basically said, "I am," even though I was responsible and had my unit off before I fled New York. Uh, but because the leak happened in my apartment, it doesn't matter. The unit was off. I got to pay for everything. So I raised holy fucking hell. And then I told the guy, well, what does my maintenance charges actually pay for? And then I said, how how much do you think I uh, pay in maintenance charges? That's where we were at. Oh, and I have goddamn heartburn for the blue moon iced coffee blonde that I have in my goddamn hand. You're back, Will? No, I lost you because I was trying to scroll and I turned off the live feed. So uh, thank you for coming back. I appreciate it. So the answer to the question is this. I pay in New York City. This doesn't count my goddamn mortgage, okay? I pay $5,000 a month. 5000 and change a month on maintenance charges. What's up, Becky Aaron? I'm a little angry, Yes. I'm very, very angry. So I pay five thousand plus uh, dollars in maintenance charges a goddamn month, and they're telling me it's my problem. So I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, look at all the shocked faces. So I'm like, what the fuck do, uh, 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 do I pay for if there's a steam leak? On a unit that I had turned off, so I would say it's the building's problem. So why don't you do the right thing and step the fuck up and pay for my damages in my apartment and and pay for the repairs on the goddamn unit? 
Then he mentioned bylaws and this, and it's a way to protect the unit owners. And I basically told this guy, you're wasting my time. I'd rather hang out with my kids. Why am I even talking to you? I, I actually said that to him. And then he's like, well, you know, there's nothing I really could do. You can talk to the board of the building or you can talk to my boss. I'm like, then what do you do? Then why are we paying you? This is how you treat the, the people that keep the money train going in the, in, in the building. We pay for everyone's salaries. We pay for all the maintenance in the goddamn building. And this obviously was an issue with the building and not uh, with me. With me. Anyway, so th that's what happened when I went into the city yesterday. And then I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I left with my bills. 5000 a month. Yep, 5000 a month. Might have to start actually doing a legit podcast soon. Those bills aren't going to pay for themselves, people. Yeah, I go, this, this doesn't feel like my home. This doesn't feel like my home at all. And then I'll tell you another thing that happened. I'm like, oh, all right, I got, uh, I got the guy that uh, runs the building on the phone. He's going to have to deal with my two cents. Actually, you know what I was thinking in my head? I was thinking, this is going to cost me thousands of dollars. I'm going to take it out on him. And in my head, I'm just going to hear a cash register just over and over, uh, over and over again. And when I feel like I got my money's worth, then I'm going to let this guy off the hook and I'm going to hang up. That's what I was thinking. So I said, well, another thing. What about the neighbor who harassed us for years because he thought noises were coming from our goddamn apartment, including someone playing basketball and someone playing a piano? And guess what? You, you already know the answer. No basketball in my apartment and sure the fuck no piano. And, and I would tell this guy over and over again uh, that runs the building, we are not making the noise. And this fucking neighbor would leave notes on my door, emails, talking about irresponsible uh, parents and irresponsible kids. And I chose not to have kids. So for these very reason, and if you're going to be a parent, the very least you could do is make sure they behave like really fucking terrible shit. But you expect that when you live in New York City, my friends, over and over again for years. And we're like, holy shit, we're not making the noises. I'm lucky enough. I have to say this for the uh, the live stream. I probably wouldn't be, uh, you know, doing uh, doing a little of that humble bragging. But my space in New York City is is giant. And one side of my apartment, um, we decided um, to just leave alone because we were going to redo it. And that's where the noises were coming from. Part of my apartment, I would I would I would I would say it was a wing of my apartment. We weren't even using. And I would try to tell the building that, too. I'm like, we don't even go to that side of the apartment. We don't have a piano and we don't have a goddamn basketball court in our in our space. Although, quite frankly, I probably could get that done. This fucking guy, every time he heard a noise, probably in his head, he would complain to the building. And we had to deal with this for years. Know how we finally got out of it? They, they started complaining or this guy started complaining in the summer again. After laying off for a couple months, he's like, you know, with COVID, we're all home and I'm working from home and I can't get anything done because all I hear is a piano. Oh, by the way, guess when they were playing the piano? 3.30 in the fucking morning. Anyone out there with small young kids, you tell me 
what are the odds that one of your kids below the age of 10, uh, when he was really complaining, my oldest was about eight. What are the odds that an eight-year-old is playing a goddamn piano at 3, 3.30 in the morning? Don't worry, you don't have to answer that. Holy shit. So then in the summer, he's like, we're all stuck at home, COVID, I'm working from home, and I can't get anything done because of the basketball game that's happening in your apartment and the goddamn piano playing. I sound like Scott Farrell. And uh, went to the building manager. I said, yo, hey, yo. I go, yo, we got him. We got him this time, bitch. I go, we haven't been in the city since March 13th. I can even give you the days I've been there for uh, a minimum of six to maybe eight hours if you really need details. He goes, you haven't been in the city? I go, no, man, COVID-19, bitch. We're living somewhere else, bitch. So tell that bitch to leave us the fuck alone. That might have did it. We haven't heard from him in about two or three months, so we're uh, fingers crossed. But I, I brought all that up today because I was going to get my fucking money's worth on the, the steam leak slash uh, damage to my apartment, my wood floors and whatnot. Did you take uppers? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just uh, fired up, Jennifer. Sorry, because I'm fucking cold. I wanted to do this live stream all nice, but the one thing about living in a beach community is that uh, you know when it's not sunny out, it kind of sucks to be living in a beach community. There's not much to do, and uh, all the spots I like to live stream from are are just terrible. So I, I decided to come back to under the bridge again. And, and it's freezing under here. It's cold. It's windy. You need a smoke pot? Well, trust me, I got plenty of pot thanks to Jackie the fucking joke man. Sending me fucking pot in the mail. What are you, insane? Are you insane? Uh, I have not called my insurance company because that's what he... Then he starts explaining what home in, uh, uh, homeowner's uh, insurance is. I'm like, I know what homeowner's insurance is. Don't waste my time. That's not the point here. And I go, it's not about the money. And I go, everyone can relate to this. And certainly everyone on this goddamn live stream right now. It's not about the money. It's about being taken advantage of or being ripped off. And I said that to the guy. You know what I'm going to do, by the way? I'm letting you guys in on this first. Every year, we have to spend thousands of dollars on Christmas tips, and they're expected in my building. And some people don't even say thank you because it's expected. No one's getting Christmas tips this year because that'll pay for the damage in my apartment. See, because I'm smart. I'm smart. Rich, time to leave the shitty city. Well, that was the other call. My wife was, um, my wife was, oh, she took the dog into the vet. I called her up after having this uh, phone call with the business, the, the business, the building manager. And I just, she goes, hello. And I go, can we just move already? <laughs> can we just move already? Let me get another grievance out. So my, my wife went to the city because the kids had doctor's appointment. Uh, oh, the session is right in me. I love the session. Oh my God. The session on air could be the greatest podcast ever, but he has to play music 
and that's like a no-no with podcasts. I was uh, watching him today, the session on air. Oh, my God. He basically takes stems of songs and, and you know, you hear the whole song and then he breaks it down and, and all of a sudden you just hear the vocals and then maybe he just plays the, the drum track with the bass track and he just plays all sorts of different combinations of the song. It's fucking amazing. What I learned today from the session on air, and it was me and John Mayer in the Instagram live and we were going back and forth, which was fucking cool. I, I go, yo, what up, Mayer? And then uh, John Mayer goes, Opie Radio? Holy shit, what's up, dude? But anyway, um, so he was breaking down the Turtles' Happy Together, which is an amazing fucking song. And he played the, uh, the vocals from uh, Flo and Eddie, who were brilliant, brilliant uh, uh, vocalists slash musicians. And what I learned from the session on air, one of my favorite songs is the Psychedelic Furs' Love My Way. It's a great, great song. Turns out that Flo and Eddie from the goddamn Turtles did the background vocals on Love My Way by the Psychedelic Furs. That's the shit you learn when you check out the session on air. It is great. I've talked about uh, this show a little bit here and there. Um, Matt Farah turned me on to it from The Smoking Tire. It's fucking great. So anyway, uh, my wife goes to the city. See, I remember because I know how to do this shit. Uh, my wife goes to the city and... Um, the kids had like doctor's appointments and we barely stayed in the apartment because, you know, the, the fucking pain in the ass neighbor. We didn't want to give him an opportunity to knock on our door. And all of a sudden we opened up the door and then all the things we said, like we, we, we don't even really live there anymore. Holy fuck. Fish are just jumping right in front of me. That water is no more than 12 inches, too. I wonder what's jumping out there. Um, so they didn't even stay in the apartment. You know, that's how we feel. We feel so uh, like we're in our home. To the point where we don't even stay because we don't want to give our pain in the ass neighbor an excuse to start beating the shit out of us again. So she goes in. We have a parking garage uh, under the under the building. Who wants to guess how much I pay for fucking parking? Before I finish this little story, how much to park a goddamn car in New York City? I got a, a, a medium sized SUV. If that helps. So the number I'm about to give you is pretty fucking average. Maybe slightly above average, maybe, but barely. 750 a month, Benjamin Tucker. What's up, Benjamin Tucker? How are you, buddy? Many, many stars. A thousand, Daniel says. 500, says Aaron Gosser. Ginger says a thousand. Rich says 150,000 lifetime stars. 2,000 a month. Okay, Jonathan Fogg, 2,200. All right, the answer is... To park a stupid fucking car in New York City, $600 a fucking month. Oh, and by the way, those guys expect Christmas tips every uh, year as well. So when the COVID hit, I said, we are done with parking our car for $600 a goddamn month. We're not even going to be there. So we canceled that bill. I'm sure a lot of us uh, canceled a whole bunch of bills when the COVID hit. So, but anyway, my wife still had to go in the city with the car, with the kids, get their uh, doctor's appointments but, uh, so they could go to school, you know, so they could do that online learning. No break there, by the way. Full tuition because it costs more money, I guess, to teach kids online. That's the bullshit we heard there. Anyway, she's parking the car. There's a lady in, in our building. I better not describe her. I want to so badly. I will on a future live stream. So uh, my, my wife jumps out of the car, so she's kind of in the way. Doors fly open. 
this lady is behind her and wants to park her car, but she can't because my wife abruptly stopped, didn't get into a, a position where the car was out of the way because my kid, my 10-year-old, gets car sick and he was power booting all over the fucking place. This lady who lives in our building sees this whole thing going down. We've seen her a million times in the building, in the elevators and whatnot. Who wants to guess what she did? I like the interaction of these stories today. This is what she did. Started laying on the horn and screaming, move out of my way. As my kid, who was nine at the time, was power fucking booting all over the goddamn place. No patience whatsoever. Honk, honk, honk. Move out of my way. Yep, she hit the horn, Bob McGuire. Oh, she's a Karen all the way. All the fuck away. I, I'm No joke, dude. I, I, dude and dudettes, I, uh, oh, that's like a Paulie Shore thing. Can I take that back? Can you ignore that I just said dude and dudette, please? I'm trying to work on my reputation here. Uh, no, she's got uh, she's got a bunch of kids. That's what makes that interesting. So she should understand uh, something like that. You know, the, the people that chose not to have kids for whatever reason, that's fine. And maybe they would have not as much patience. But if you have kids, you kind of understand a lot more shit that happens in front of you. Yeah, man. I mean, here's the problem. You know, I, I did well with my career and uh, chose uh, chose to live nice in a nice building. But the problem is you move in with a whole bunch of assholes. I live in a building where they got doormen and stuff, you know, and they got a service elevator and regular elevators. We go up the service elevator all the time because these people, they they think their shit doesn't stink that they'll wait in line uh, uh, in the lobby, excuse me, to take the regular elevator up to their apartments. And me, my wife and the kids are like, fuck that. Let's go up the uh, service elevator with the working people. And, you know, the takeout delivery guys and the maintenance people. And they got mops and brooms and vacuums in there. We don't give a fuck. So these are the type of people that um, they refuse to go up the service elevator. They would wait, rather wait an extra 10 or 15 minutes in a lobby. You know how long that is to wait 10 or 15 minutes in a lobby just to take a stupid elevator up to your apartment? And they're also the same people that won't walk out of the building until the doorman opens the goddamn door for them. That's the type of people I live among. When we, because I came from humble uh, beginnings, I'll start walking out the front door. A lot of times we walk out the side door where, you know, the workers aren't allowed to go in the front door. They go out the side door and we use the side door. It's just more convenient, easy, and quicker. But there are times I'm walking out the front door and they're running toward the door. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I'm not one of those people. I got this. But thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. What am I finishing with? All right. So another it's too long to get into. But I I, I ended up uh, using another car to go to the city. And it had Sirius XM. And I decided, you know what? Holy fuck, I haven't checked out SiriusXM since I, you know, I didn't get fucking fired. You could keep telling that stupid story until you're blue in the face, but I didn't get fired in the end. Because they knew they didn't have anything on me, so they, well, I can't really talk about it, but trust me, I didn't get fired. 
And, you know, when they let me go, I, uh, I lost my VIP status immediately, and I haven't listened to SiriusXM in, uh, I don't know, well over three years. So it's in this car, and I'm like, I, 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 my, my finger was, like, shaking, like, oh, God, are you going to do this? You're going to turn on SiriusXM? Really? So I, I put on SiriusXM, and then I, I decide, you know what, I'm going to listen to um, CNN, see what's going on with the Biden-Trump thing. Don't worry. Also, check out Fox and MSNBC um, and CNBC. Shepard Smith on CNBC is the best thing to watch, by the way, because he actually gives you all sorts of news. It's not trumped fucking 24 hours a day. So I started with the news channels, got what was going on. I guess like Trump. uh, Wow. Another fish just jumped. Um, I guess Trump, uh, you know, froze some of his supporters and left them stranded or something like that. So I got all the info on that. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, uh, for a split second, I'm like, should I go check out Jim and Sam? I'm like, oh God, why would I do that? You know what you're going to hear? Just a bunch of baby noises and uninformed fucking radio personalities. So then I actually, and it surprised me, but I did it. I tuned in Howard 100 on Sirius XM. And I honestly can tell you that I have not uh, heard Howard's show in many, many years. Even when I had Sirius XM, I just simply wouldn't check it out. And that is the truth. Uh, he likes to think everyone listens to him and, you know, bites off him and all that horseshit. But, uh, you know, I can only tell you the truth. If you want to believe it, that's up to you. So it's been many, many, many years. And I decided to listen to Howard all the way into New York City. So it wasn't like I listened for five or ten minutes. I listened for, I don't know, a bit of traffic. So at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And here's my thoughts. Howard still, uh, you know, is doing it. Howard still has a passion for it. Howard still works really, really hard. Howard has a very huge staff. They try to do lots and lots of bits and, and things. Um... So in that regard, bravo. I got to be honest with you. It sounded a bit dated because when you listen to podcasts, the podcast uh, listening is very, very different. So Howard's show absolutely sounded a little dated. And what really creeped me out was I was entertained. I'm not going to lie to you. I I definitely was entertained to a certain extent. But it was just weird because all the players on that show sound old. And Howard was talking about all this gay sex stuff. I guess something with Ralph. They're going to find out if Ralph is gay or something like that. But they, they need Ronnie, the limo driver. I'm just proving I was listening to this. Ronnie, the limo driver, if he says who uh, he's voting for, then at that point, Ralph will either say he's gay or not. And it's been a, it's been a work on the show for a while, which was weird, too, because Howard was teasing the fuck out of it. And when you're not on regular radio where you need people to sit through very, very long commercial breaks, I only got 5% on my uh, phone, so this might crap out. Shit, this might have to wait. I'll try to make this really fast. Um, you don't have to, like, tease anything. You know, you just do it. You got them. They're listening to you. But hearing Howard talk about gay sex and he said cock a lot and blowjob and dicks in the ass, he sounded way too fucking old to be saying all that stuff. He was talking about blowjobs and... And gay sex. And then they went into like poop humor and stuff. And my thought was it just sounded completely out of place. And I felt for the first time that Howard uh, is getting fucking old. It it just sounded like uncomfortable to listen to, you know. Um, But with that said, you know, 
the show is definitely entertaining and definitely good. He told a childhood story about his father bringing him to the racetrack. And his father was convinced that he actually had some special talent for picking horses. And then, then it turned out that he picked a whole bunch of fucking losers. And I was entertained by that and all that. Um, the guy still fucking works hard. I'm not kissing his ass. I'm just being completely honest with the whole fucking thing. But him talking about cock and blowjob and dicks in the ass, I'm like, ah, oh, how? I think it might be a little too old to be uh, trying to be cool in that way. All right, guys, I'm going to cut this real short because I literally got 3% on my goddamn phone. Thanks for uh, checking this out. Thanks for letting me rant a little bit. Uh, let's give Manscaped.com a plug. Why not? Promo code OP. I think they're giving you 20% off on the razor for your balls and taint and asshole. I'll be honest. I think I'm uh, getting a little too old to talk about those same exact things that I just uh, talked about. But Manscaped.com, they've been great for this uh, podcast, and I really, really appreciate them. They got great, great stuff. Not only the razors, uh, they got nose stuff and nail clippers and all sorts of things. So if there's somebody in your life that is uh, celebrating a birthday or maybe for the holidays, at least take uh, a peek at Manscaped.com, promo code OPOPIE. Guys, I fucking love you. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>